world of Pokémakers. I'm Professor Fierce. And I'm Professor Fierce. But if that's too confusing, you can call us Alex and JD. For some people, Pokémon are pets. Others use them for battles. We're here to create all new Pokémon and a world for them to inhabit. Last time, we made a whole bunch of spooky Pokémon. Well, first we created a Halloween haunted Wild West ghost town. Yeah! An abandoned town, classic Wild West American. So we created Clay Valley, a town where you've got a mystery house with rooms that don't quite match in the right places. You've got an abandoned saloon. And an old cemetery full of graves that are so old you can't really read them. With tumbleweeds and tumbugs rolling by. We also created a whole bunch of spooky Pokemon. First we had Skellio in both its assembled and collapsed form. A pure ghost type skeleton Pokemon. Skellio being a name we changed to after the fact we decided it just it felt more fun than Skeletomb and it draws on that Osseo we were talking about a lot again. And then we also made Geistone and Cryptor which are Tombstone Pokemon. The first ever Ghost Rock type Pokemon. Yeah! And finally we made the first Olsean regional variant Pokemon, naturally starting with Meowth, as well as Olsean Berserker, a variant of a regional variant evolution, because fun. Two spooky black cat witchy Pokemon psychic types. Yeah. Today we're going to take some time and go back through each of the gyms we've made and talk about the towns where they're based. And for that, of course, we're going to go to the town map. We've talked a little bit about towns on the podcast so far, but really not a lot. Mm. Way back in episode two, we made our starting towns, <laughs> Red Beach and Oaksburg. We hadn't named another town until last episode where we made Clay Valley. Yeah, we've talked a little bit about some aspects of some towns, but we're going to go into those in a bit more detail. Some key features of those towns, and most importantly, naming each and every town. Yeah, so I feel like the best way to go about this is to go in the order in which we've made the gyms. Yeah, okay, so first up, was Mike's gym way back in episode four. The electric type coffee shop gym. We talked about the town being based on Seattle and to a lesser extent Portland mm -hmm. because of the whole coffee scene in Seattle as well as the grunge music scene. Yes, absolutely. And the idea that there's just a bunch of coffee shops around town. And you're sort of navigating between different ones. I want it to parallel Tom's gym town as well. I want both of those gyms to be set in fairly large towns. Mm -hmm. And I'm thinking a large town pretty far north pretty far south. Mike's gym, set in the north, would be similar to Seattle and or Portland. Personally, I feel like Seattle and Portland have enough going on that there's still plenty to draw on from more towns, so I'm thinking it's a lot more Seattle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the one south, I'm thinking, is a little bit more like an LA or a San Francisco sort of vibe. Sure. So it's got a lot of coffee shops. It's large in general. There's probably more general shops to purchase things from. Yeah, some skyscrapers, maybe like... Something akin to Pike's Place. That's exactly what I was about to say. Maybe a little market. Yeah. I mean, not a little market. Pretty big market. <laughs> it's also definitely going to be a port town. I think we probably have more port towns than the average region because Absolutely. we're very much all the way along a coast. Yeah. So I think a lot of towns are going to have port. A name that came to mind really early on when we were doing episodes that I've been holding on to for this, Surge Port. Ooh. Naming the town after Lieutenant Surge, the third gym leader from the original games from Kanto, Red, Blue, Yellow. A military man. A military man, Lieutenant Surge, uh -huh. the very kind of person who towns in America tend to get named after, Absolutely. among other places. An electric type to parallel the fact that Mike's gym is an electric gym as well. Yeah. And Port, because it's a port. It's a port town, yeah. And Vermilion City, Lieutenant Surge's original city, is also a port town. Oh, excellent. So Mike's gym would be the, the Surge Port gym. Yeah. So town number one, Surge Port. What town's <laughs> next? The next episode, 
episode, I believe, was Gwen. Yes. Gwen was our second guest, who made the Dark-type gym a nature preserve within the heart of our equivalent of the Redwoods. Yeah, yeah, sort of a bit off the beaten path. Yeah. It probably has a town attached to it. Yeah, so it's not in a town itself, but there's a town nearby that would, like, consider this, this is our gym, but it's not in the town. It's a bit of a hike. Yeah. So as such, this is probably a pretty small town. Yes. Very much connected to nature. It's in the Redwoods. So I don't think there are any actual towns in real life that would be in the Redwoods, right? Probably not. There are a lot nearby. But we're, one, making it a bit bigger, and two, fictionalizing this because it's Pokemon anyway. Absolutely. In my mind, it's got a very similar feel to Fortree City from the Hoenn games in Hoenn. Okay, yeah. Which is a town composed entirely of tree houses, apart (laughs) from the gym, which was just on the ground. And then you had to just go up a ladder to get to all the actual houses. (laughs) Well, probably not actual tree houses, but just that feel of being amongst nature. Yeah, yeah. There's lots of trees, maybe thin dirt paths connecting the buildings. Maybe, oh, maybe there's one building, the central building of the town, like some kind of town hall or something, Mm because it's not a gym, and something that is carved into a tree. Yeah. Like one of those especially humongous like redwood a really trees. Really big redwood that has been turned into a building. Yeah. There's a hole in the tree big enough that you can do this without even hurting the tree. The tree is still just yeah. fine. It's yeah. got a building built into it. Sort of an exaggeration of those ones that you can drive through. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Taking that and exaggerating it to the next level. Absolutely. I like that a lot. I yeah. thought you were going to say it was built around a tree. The tree is just sure. growing up through it, and they're like, We like this tree. We're just gonna build around it. Maybe there's more buildings that are like that. There's a few sure, buildings yeah. kind of like that yeah. that like use them almost like a central like beam. Pillar, yeah. yeah. In the middle of a building. It's yeah. like you go inside and you walk around the tree. The town is built into the forest. Yes. It is a part of it. Yeah. Because the gym is removed from the town, I was thinking about a name for the nature reserve separate yeah, from the town. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which it could be. The name that immediately came from mind for me way back when we did this is to base it on N, the oh, okay. semi-rival, semi-antagonist, anti-hero character from Black and White. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Never catches Pokemon, only... Uses Pokemon from the natural environment because he thinks it's wrong to catch a Pokemon. Yeah. N's full name is Natural Harmonia Gropius. <laughs> Which is buck wild. It's a very strange name. Natural Harmonia, though. Forget the Gropius part, that's weird. Yeah, it sounds but, gross. But Natural Harmonia is the name of a nature reserve yeah. for abandoned lost Pokemon because that was his whole thing. He was worried about abandoned lost Pokemon. Yeah, the Natural Pokemon. Harmonia Reserve. The Natural Harmonia Reserve. Is that what the town's called as well, are you thinking? I don't know. Maybe like the town is like Harmonia or I... Harmonia Village or Harmonia Town. Yeah, or... har- I like Harmonia Village. Yeah, the second gym town, Harmonia Village with the attached Natural Harmonia Reserve. Which brings us to Tom, the uh-huh. brother of Mike, both in real life and in Pokemon North and South. Yeah. With his dragon type board game cafe uh-huh. role-playing yeah. LARP gym. We've mentioned this already. Do you want to base this somewhat on LA? I'm thinking more of a San Francisco vibe. Okay. Honestly. I don't particularly know the difference. Okay. So LA is more like flashy lights and Hollywood and San Francisco is a little bit more like a Seattle of California. Okay. So maybe we have something else that's more of the LA then yeah. and the parallel between Mike and Thomastown is more just the similarities of the two towns. Yeah. You just walk through these two towns and you're like, wow, these two towns could be brothers. Exactly. What sets it apart though? What is distinct about this town for Tom's gym then? So while Surgeport is a bit more grungy mm. rather than a little bit more... Preppy? Yeah. <laughs> like a little bit more bougie? <laughs> San Francisco has like a bougie vibe to it. I'm sure you're just insulting Seattle, (laughs) San Francisco, Mike, and Tom right now. (laughs) 
<laughs> You're probably correct. But like San Francisco gives me the vibe of little boutiques and specialty shops. And Tell me a bit more about the area, the terrain. Hills? I was sort of picturing hills, yeah. Yes. For whatever reason in my mind, San Francisco feels greener to me than Seattle. Maybe. It's definitely sunnier. Sunny is good. Oh, yeah. yeah. We could have weather differences. That could help convey it a lot. Seattle a lot more cloudy. And also, let's fictionalize it a little bit because we want diversity yeah. of our towns oh, anyway. Yeah, absolutely. And some towns should be kind of green and pleasant. And mm-hmm. Yeah. This, it feels like the strong connection to Carmel's gym. It feels to me like you get the ferry to or from yeah, this yeah, town. Yeah, yeah, probably. Using Carmel's gym as part of that. This one I have less instantly <laughs> strong vibes for and I didn't have a perfect fitting name going into it. There are definitely significant figures from Pokemon in general that I want to commemorate in uh-huh. some way. Bill. Sure. The original creator of the PC network and most games since have had some other figure to be the creator of that region's PC network. Okay. But Bill is the one. Yeah. We could use that for this area. Silicon Valley vibes. Mm-hmm. Big tech area. And we could gear the city a bit more towards the tech nerd vibe which sure. works really well with this nerdy game store. Yeah. We could have our own equivalent of Sylph or Devon uh-huh. Company yeah. based out of this town. Okay, so Bill, uh-huh. which is a pretty easy word to work with in some sure, sense. yeah. It's a pretty yeah. simple name. Billsborough. Billsborough. There's a town nearby called Hillsborough. There's <laughs> one letter's different, which mm. I do like, actually. Yeah, we're going to go Billsborough. I like Billsborough. All right, Billsborough for Tom's gym town, then. Awesome. The next gym we created was Sam's. Uh-huh. Psychic-type barbershop right. slash styling studio. Yeah. This is a bit more of the Portland side of things. Yeah, More yeah. of the whole keep Portland weird angle. Very much so. But a smaller town than real Portland. Any other thoughts about, like, the layout of the town itself? How about characters to do with style? That's what I was just thinking. Maybe someone associated with contests? That could work. But also, it could be not necessarily someone whose character is entirely to do with style, but whose name could be a pun on that. Absolutely. Looker? Okay. The detective from the international police. Looker deserves to have a town named after him. Uh-huh. He's so cool. <laughs> We could name this town after Looker. Sure. Playing on his name as a pun for someone who is a Looker. Who okay. looks good because of that style and uh-huh. fa- fashion. Yeah, I get it. I get it. Keep Looker weird. <laughs> um, so how how would you go about using that as a... Lookerton. That's not bad. Right? Looker view. Looker view. <laughs> That's so silly. I love it, but it's yeah. very silly. It's such a Pokemon town name. <laughs> Does that give us any more ideas for the town itself? It's pretty. Sure. It's the very picky picturesque yeah. kind of town. Yeah. You've got the keep it weird angle and that plays into the theme of Sam's Gym of like embracing your own style. Yes. It's all about fashion and looks and things but it's not to say that any one particular thing it doesn't mean that like one person said this is fashionable and therefore everyone agrees it's fashionable. Yeah. It's everyone's unique distinct fashion. And everyone has a very distinct style of their own and so everything is kind of really bright and colourful. Very bright and colourful that was what I was thinking. And kind of clashy. Like, yeah. Like one building will be colourful Colors that really don't mesh well with the building next to it because they're their own thing. But Buildings are also different shapes and styles. Yeah, of exactly. Construction. Yeah. The fifth gym we made was Carmel's gym, aka Captain Peg's gym, and this is where things get a little bit weird and difficult. Yeah. Because we didn't associate this with a specific town at all. No. It's on a 
passenger ferry it's on a boat that goes up and down the coast connecting to possibly two other completely separate towns but also I mentioned the idea that this connects to Tomstown and I like that mm. either you are leaving Tomstown via the ferry or you are arriving in Billsboro from the ferry yeah so what's on the other side of the yeah, ferry yeah maybe the ferry itself is the gym associated with the town at the other end that's of kind of what I'm thinking instead yeah. of going from gym town to gym town there's a little bit of a, a gap where it's not a gym town but yeah. the gym is on the ferry mm-hmm. and that's the town that we can name well we talked about the idea of this being more central anyway yeah so while you might end up using the ferry to go further afield later this town is more central in our region yes yes which puts it maybe southern Oregon northern California uh-huh. are there any particular towns in actual southern Oregon or northern California you'd want to draw on so the town that comes to mind in that area is Ashland which okay. is known for the Oregon Shakespeare's Festival oh. it is the place in the state if not the west coast for Shakespeare it's a college town small it's pretty mm. okay so yeah we can very much play on that and that leans into the whole theatrical element yeah. of Captain Peg in yeah. general oh gosh and Captain Peg and Tom are definitely friends as well oh yes absolutely gosh they yeah. went to college together <laughs> it makes me imagine Tudor architecture oh yeah those wooden the there black is, wooden beams um, a recreation there of the Globe Theatre because this town doesn't have the gym in it itself you will definitely have an Astrolite circus tent absolutely pitched in town yeah names names characters to draw on Kalos does feel like a very performancey right so Kalos has as as yes the nine foot tall former king <laughs> of Kalos who wandered the world for thousands of years <laughs> was like Asland, the town being loosely based on Ashland. Okay. <laughs> He's like, Ashland, Asland. First off, that's not terrible. Second, <laughs> it could be that we name it after As, more of an honor to Kalos in general. Yeah. Maybe change up the suffix. Asdale. Asdale? Oh, I As- like Asdale. Do we have a name for the boat? We haven't named it. I definitely do think we should give it a name now. I think we named this after Captain Briney Ooh. from Hoenn. So what, like the SS Briney? SS Briney. And that's Captain Peg's boat. The next gym we made was yours. It was. Sandra's gym. Yeah. We've gone back and forth a bit on whether or not we want them to be near the starting towns or actually these gyms to be in the starting towns. Yeah. I think I prefer it where the starting town is sort of like a little suburb outside of the larger yeah. town where the first gym it's is. It's got its own stuff going on. It yep. has a different name. Yeah. Not even so much suburb. These are tourist towns that also have research angles going on, of course. Yeah. Yeah. You know, your starting town has like four or five buildings Yeah. In it, it. It's obviously a lot smaller than <laughs> That's where you get more of the research aspects compared uh-huh. to the larger nearby tourist towns. Yeah. So we've got Red Beach as the starting town, which is obviously still going to be on a beach. Yes. But then you go on to the gym where you've got the more hotel resort aspect. Yeah. Bigger beaches. Some of the beaches in Red Beach are stony beaches instead. Yeah. This feels like, not in scope or scale, but this feels like a good one to be a Los or a San as well. It does. Yeah. Los is just the, right? Yes. Okay. Are there any dead Pokemon characters we could draw on? <laughs> Well, because it's kind of weird to have a living Pokemon character who's a saint. Oh, that's a good point. What about the explorer from New Pokemon Snap? Ooh, Captain Vince. Vince. We could Latinize Vince a bit. Vincenzo? Vincenzo? San Vincenzo? Vincenzo? Is that like too deep of a cut? (laughs) Oh, it's incredibly deep. Is it too deep of a cut for us? Would we get it? (laughs) Would we appreciate the joke? I wouldn't get it. You might. You'd have to explain the levels. And once you you knew the levels, you'd be like, oh, that's so cool. Once someone pointed it out to me, I'd be like, that is incredible. This is my new favorite town name. San Vincenzo. The seventh gym. We go up up north to my gym.
gym town, uh-huh. aka Nick's gym town. You'd have people living in Oaksburg and commuting to, to the this gym town. town. Yeah, and I'm picturing the same sort of five building, small starter town, but it's like at the very top of a mountain. Do you have an idea in mind? <laughs> Something we could do. We've been looking at a lot of town prefixes or suffixes. Yeah. Mount something. Ooh, that's is fun. The viable town name. Yeah. Oh. Hmm. Alliteration's fun, right? Alliteration is fun. And this is just a word, so it could be from anything. Mount Mustard. Ooh. Mustard's the head of the dojo in the Sword and Shield DLC on the Isle of Armor. Okay. He's an extreme dude. <laughs> I like that. Mount Mustard, because I want it to be. Yeah. And we talked about that town plenty. So Mount Mustard is a ski resort town primarily made up of a ski lodge and some slopes. Probably not a whole lot else going on. It's going to be snowy, high altitude. So our last gym was John's gym, the restaurant, steel type focused. Uh Uh-huh. But he also is very much about going out and finding natural ingredients, his own ingredients, Mm -hmm. the freshest. And that brings to mind Kurt for me, the Pokeball specialist from Johto to whom you bring apricorns and he turns them into specialist Pokeballs. Okay. So gathering ingredients to make something. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. And he's a very significant character and he's from Johto and there aren't that many significant characters from Johto. (laughs) Fair enough. So like Kurtzville. Yeah. Kurtzton. Kurtzton. I do like that. That sounds nice. Yeah. We don't have anything that's just We don't have a town. I kind of wanted to rattle off more but Kurtzton feels good to me. Kurtzton. Yeah. It really does. Kurtzton. So we know because we talked a little bit about the surrounding area at the time for this as well. Yeah. So you've got Farmlands. Yeah. Berry field and yeah. like places you can find those natural ingredients nearby. Things but, locally grown. Yeah, but the town itself is quite elegant. It's got some of those Colosian vibes again. Yeah. Because it's got this very fancy It's a fancy restaurant. kind of upper class. We talked about there being at least one other restaurant in town that isn't as popular because it's not the gym restaurant. Yeah, yeah. Chic. Yeah. That's kind like of... Like simple. Yeah. Yeah. Um, almost like minimalistic. Buildings can tend towards like white and cream. Okay, so those are the eight gym towns and so over time we'll start thinking about making the map proper uh-huh. and then other smaller areas that fit in between those for instance the town nearest our tar pits there's probably a separate town for that yeah a handful of other towns here and there but we're not going to worry about that right now because we just talked a lot about locations all right so now that we're done with that we're going to move on to who's that pokemon so today, Alex, you're going to lead us. Yeah, I haven't had a turn to lead on a Pokemon yet. Yeah, on just, I... on just a general... Yeah, on a non-themed episode. Yeah. And I have an idea. Good. So there's a very specific animal that hasn't been done by Pokemon that has a very iconic look and is extremely reminiscent of the Pacific Northwest. Killer whales. Oh. Orcas. Mm. Which actually are more closely related to dolphins than to whales, I believe. Sure. But they have a very distinct look. Yeah. They're like... The black and white. Huge... It's like a huge industry of whale watching mm. all along the Pacific Northwest coast. So I want to make an orca Pokemon. Okay. I'm thinking dark type. Interesting. Maybe dark water. Most fish-like and water-based creatures yeah. tend to water It lives in water the water type. and then you could have water attacks like using the blowhole. Mm-hmm. Like, water spout is a move that yeah. whale orders associated with. Yeah. But yeah. But then dark type partially because of the coloring and partially because they're ki- mean. Killer whales. Yeah. Yeah. Like they are hunting animals. Yeah. They are mean. They're not free willy. They are not. Um, <laughs> they are vicious creatures. Who will mess you up, given the chance. Yes. So, I don't know why, but having just said that, a vibe that comes to mind? Mm-hmm. Like a gangster. Yeah! It wouldn't work for the design, but I picture someone who goes around and asks, where's the money you owe us, while flipping a coin? Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. 
yeah. Like that vibe. Yeah. I don't know how you convey that and work that into Killer Whale. Like the sharks and Shark Tale. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) You got so excited about that. Well, because it's, yeah, that's exactly it. It's just like the sharks in Shark Tale. Is it because of the black and white? Probably a big part of it. Something about the like style. It kind of is reminiscent of like a suit or maybe like Mm -hmm. not quite pinstripes, but it has that energy. And there have been Pokemon that have brought to mind the concept of suits and things before. Empoleon is very much, you know, it's a penguin. So it's like a tuxedo stylized with frills. So you could do something similar, but tends towards that a bit. I like mobster killer whale. Yeah. And that really fits for dark. (laughs) Let's talk evolution line. Yeah. Stages. How many are you thinking? Thinking. Uh, I could see this going either a two-stage mm. or just one. Sure. Like a non I think I like it being a two-stage. Yeah. Because then if pre-evolution can be one used by Team Astro grunts plenty. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And like, it's also like a killer whale. It's a big creature. Yes. So having something smaller along there that's uh-huh. similar, probably not based directly on a killer whale itself, but maybe something similar. Maybe something more dolphin-y. Maybe something more dolphin-y. Yeah. People have wanted dolphin Pokemon plenty for a while. I know, there isn't not- one. Is there, there isn't there's not one that you look at and say yes that's a dolphin there are a bunch of pokemon that are eh, kind of if you yeah, squint yeah but nothing really yeah so maybe because dolphins and orcas are related yeah so instead of going from the whale angle yeah go from like the porpoise angle yeah we start with something smaller and that one's just gray yeah and then yeah. like it's like the color is separated into black and white when it evolves yeah i like that you play on it being very kiddy this is like the school bully yeah i was thinking like kind this of is a- the kid who goes give me all your lunch money exactly the evolved form is the one who goes where's the money you owe me huh yeah exactly exactly like <laughs> you know rubbing its fingers together that it doesn't have its fingers <laughs> I'm imagining like pose wise it's not laid out straight I imagine it's almost like it's hunched over yeah oh we give it a scar oh yeah like a scar that's come from a fishing hook or something or a, uh, or a, or a harpoon yeah and it's grizzled. It's giving you that evil grin. Yeah. I mean, it's been hurt, but it's not like it's upset about that. It's just like, yeah. Yeah. What about it? Have you seen an orca smile? <laughs> they have like this set of teeth. They open their mouths a little bit and they just have a malicious grin. Mm-hmm. Oh, you can play up the snoot. It's got a longer snoot when it's a baby and yeah. then it gets squished up. Yeah. Oh, you can put lines around it like it looks like it's just it's been punched in the nose. Yeah. Like that's why it's squashed up, not just because. Con- Concept baby dolphin who's like school bully black eye. Ooh, okay. Sort of the opposite of the white eyes that the orca has. Yeah, we're not saying it's actually purple and bruised. Yeah, no, it's just a big round black spot. Yeah, around the it, eye. It looks like it has a black eye. Yeah, it's conveying that without actually having that. Yeah, it's scrappy. Yeah, although dolphin eyes are naturally just big black circles. I think you do the black eye of a dolphin, a white circle around it, and that's on both sides, and then one side's got a bigger black circle around that. Yeah, yeah. So you get some of those spots in there, so it kind of makes sense that it's evolving from this yeah. to that. The coloration will give more of a suit-like vibe. Yeah. We don't want to mess with the colors at all because the strong, solid black and white. It's visually iconic. This is interesting. So looking at this picture of it front on, mm-hmm. you've got you've got the back fin and then the flippers and they give it like, there's this triangle shape to it. It's got so the, that's a good shape yeah, to play that with. that's a good shape. Maybe actual orca and dolphin rounded. Maybe make it more angular. More angular could work. Yeah. yeah. I was shows, thinking about that with bit, the line. It's rougher. With the shapes on the black and the white instead mm-hmm. of being very round organic shapes have mm-hmm. them be a little bit more sharp suit collar mm-hmm. more triangles mm-hmm. yeah. and sharper lines for yeah. that very sharp and angular yeah yeah i like that a lot and then also the one thing they have in common is this forehead ridge yeah that bump and i could really play with that as well yeah make that some kind of hat give a- it a fedora <laughs> <laughs> 
give give the evolved form of fedora the dolphin has more of like a flat cap because that's the sort of yeah. shape anyway yeah no that's really good yeah Maladian. okay so names yeah let's talk about names so porpoise really good for that yeah for that baby as a pun word dolphin is also a strong word doll punk poor punk poor punk's fine this is more scrappy this is this is the kid this is the punk yeah oh yeah yeah, yeah. no i i totally no, no, yeah. I, I like uh, yeah. i like punk i'm just trying to figure out the best way to put it in with those words porpoise poor punk yeah, yeah. poor punk works poor punk. poor punk that was easy nice now for the hard one orca, orca. again is a orca word is to a draw on orca yeah. or criminal <laughs> Or criminal's fun. Or, or, or crime. Crook. Or crook. Or crook. Or crook. It means that I'm like, eh, see? <laughs> you know? I'm just a... Uh, I'm an or crook. I'm just a crook. An or crook. Let's go with or crook. I like or yep. crook. Okay, so it's poor punk that evolves into or crook. Yeah. Oh, there's lots of k Yeah. It's a, it's a harsh sound yeah. for a harsh Pokemon. Yeah, we're the poor punks. And we're the or crook. We're the or crook, see? Yeah. Last little bit. Abilities. One obvious one. Rush skin. I don't know if they actually have rough skin like sharks, but they're rough. Yeah. 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 And that's Sharpedo's signature ability. Yeah. It fits flavorfully. It does, yeah. It, it ties things together. So rough skin is definitely a crucial one. Yeah. Rough skin's good. Something like... Like intimidate? Maybe? Oh, intimidate! Obviously. Yeah. Yeah. Why did I not think of intimidate? Of course. Mm, intimidating guy, fish thing. I think that works for both of them as well. I think so too. Like even when it's a poor punk, it's still intimidating. Yeah. So there's the ability adaptability that powers up moves that are the same type as the Pokemon that has the ability. Okay. And like the Pokemon that have it are kind of arbitrary. So it's the ability of Mega Beedrill. Mega Pokemon only have one ability, so it has it. It's Eevee's secondary ability, but no evolution actually keeps it. Oh, weird. Corfish and Crawl don't have it. Like, it's a powerful ability, is the thing. Feebas has it, but Milotic doesn't. Huh. Mega Lucario has it, not regular Lucario. So, it, like, it's given to these Mega Pokemon to power them up, but it's also on random, unevolved Pokemon. Huh. Basculin gets it. Skrelp, Dragalgy. Youngoose and Gumshoes get it as their hidden ability. Huh. Right? Yeah. But I don't know. Like, these feel like they're adaptable Pokemon. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That would boost Dark and Water yeah. type well, moves. Yeah, so it, yeah. it's always based on whatever their types are. Yeah. So it actually gets a lot stronger in our region with the elemental shirts oh yeah it's a really powerful ability which is why it's given to the, these megas or it's a hidden ability yeah i think hidden ability oh yeah definitely is, is all right so the three abilities rough skin intimidate adaptability yeah poor punk and or crook yeah see you better be careful or you'll be sleeping with the fishes <laughs> Today, we created the towns for every gym in Olsea. And those towns that we've created are Surgeport, Harmonia Village, Billsboro, Lookerview, Asdale, San Vincenzo, Mount Mustard, and Kurtston. Not to forget Natural Harmonia Reserve, nearby Harmonia Village, where Gwen's Dark-type gym is, and the SS Briny, Captain Peg's ship that serves as the fighting-type gym. And once we were finished with that, we made a Pokemon. Poor Punk, which evolves into Orcrook. So based on a poor person an orca with a twist of a school bully turns mob boss yeah 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 <laughs> So thank you for listening to Pokemakers. And thank you to the Pocket Podcast Network for hosting us. You can find other cool shows on the network such as... No Dice. Cult Classics. And our other show, Sorted. Our theme music is by Mike Freitag. You can find him on Twitter at Admiral Amara. You can find us on Twitter at Pokemakers. And you can find us both individually. I'm at Codename JD. And I'm at Pachu, P-T-C-H-E-W. If you have any ideas, art, or concepts based on the show, inspired by the show, or in general that you'd like to share for Fakemon, we'd love to see it. For example, Pokemon Crossroads 
Crossroads sent us a whole thread about potential designs for Tombstone Pokemon. So thank you for that. As a reminder, we have merch available on the Pocket Podcast Network store, available at pocketpodcastnetwork.com forward slash shop. The Pocket Podcast potluck is ongoing. Other shows have now added their episodes. Cult Classics has had their episode coming out. No Dice has released their Halloween episode that ties in as well. And over on Sorted, we've got our episode coming up next week. Check it out. And until next time, gotta gotta make make them all. all. Pocket Podcast Network. Quality programming right to your pocket. Hi, I'm Tanner. And I'm Lindsay. And together we host a podcast called Not If I Reboot You First. It's a show where we take our favorite properties and reboot them before Hollywood gets the chance to. We also do adaptations and spin-offs and sequels, but everybody seems to call those reboots too. It's everyone's favorite buzzword. Sometimes we make something really good, like when we turn the mummy into a proper pilot for the Dark Universe. Sometimes things go bad, and I drunkenly yell at JK Rowling for an hour. And sometimes it gets really weird, and we time crash the entire Mighty Ducks franchise into a single universe. So join us every week for something that's a little bit like brainstorming fanfiction. Follow us on Twitter at N-I-I-R-Y-F-Pod. Those are the letters for the name of the show, and it's pronounced NEARY! I turned Princess Belle into Iron Man once. Wait, what?